Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome to the latest Bicycling Australia podcast. I'm Nat Bromhead, editor of Bicycling Australia, and this, if you like, is a pop-up podcast. It's a special with the announcement of the Snowy Classic, our fifth Grand Fondo cycling event. This will be based in the Snowy Mountains in March next year, um, out of the town of Jindabyne. Today, our special guest is a Classics Series ambassador, an existing ambassador, and a local Jindabyne cyclist, Lockie Harrigan, who's now racing NRS. He's going to be a Snowy Classic ambassador because he knows that region so well. We're going to talk with Lockie very shortly. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be on. You are a Jindabyne local, um, now living in Sydney for work uh, reasons and racing reasons, of course. But you basically, you grew up in that Jindabyne area just over to you. If you want to just give us a bit of background um, about your cycling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, born and bred in uh, Jindy and grew up there racing with Jindabyne Cycling Club. I uh, came from triathlon, actually, in the Jindy Triathlon Club and then uh, switched over to cycling and uh, grew up in the mountains, so sort of had no choice but to become sem- somewhat good at climbing. What was it like riding out of Jindy back in, you know, when you were going through the ranks? I was really good and I don't think you realise how good it is until you're away from Jindabyne and... Yeah, it's probably one of the best training uh, back backyards you can have. Sometimes the winters were pretty brutal, you know, some early starts before school with every layer you can imagine on. But, no, nah, makes you a tough cyclist. And, um, yeah, no, nah, I was super grateful for having that as my backyard and probably, yeah, one of the best training backgrounds you can have. And you're riding NRS. Do you want to talk a little bit about NRS and um, how that's going for at the moment? Yeah, so just recently doing my second year with Oniver Racing in the NRS. Uh, just last year, obviously, not a lot of racing in COVID, so I just concentrated on the New South Wales Open stuff. But this year, we well into the NRS season with uh, Grafton to Inverell and Brisbane coming up. It's been a challenging step up, but it's definitely one that we're all up for. And yeah, it's been super fun and some aggressive racing. Yeah. Well, we've seen you in action at uh, several of our Bicycling Australia Grand Fondos and uh, you know, you're know pretty well known for riding hard and um, being there on the front line and just going out. So we're really excited to announce um, this Snowy Classic, the latest of the Bicycling Australia um, Grand Fondo events. Um, so the snowy, a big snowy mountains ride is back. You're a key ambassador. Um, first of all, your your thoughts. So what, what did you think when you first heard the Snowy Classic was going to be um, launched? Oh, when I first heard, I was beyond excited. You know, like, as I said, I truly think it's one of the best places you can cycle. Uh, the course that the Classic 
guys have come up with is like one of the most brutal rides you can have, but also probably one of the most scenic and uh, nice rides. There'll definitely be times when you're good in your teeth, but sometimes all you've got to do is look up and enjoy the view sort of thing and some of the pain will go away. We've all heard about Baloka. Um, is it as tough as we people say it is? Oh, yeah. So uh, the Jindy locals uh, call it the wall. Oh, yeah. Three Ks of absolute pain. Um, mm. I don't think it drops below sort of 5% at any point in the climb, but you get to a few 5% sections and you think they're flat, the first part's so steep. But at the end of the day, it's probably 15, 20 minutes for most. So just grit your okay. teeth, get up it, and, yeah, you got a bit of rolling after that. Okay. Um, and then that climb up the Alpine Way, um, just, you know, as a local, how, how is how often did you used to do that when you were based in Jindy, and how is that climb? Yeah, that's probably one of my favourite rides and definitely was a key training day. I would do it weekly when I was living there up to uh, Charlotte's Pass. I think it it's – Harder than you think, but not as hard as you think in a lot of ways. There's mm-hmm. no points that are super steep and you're grinding, but the whole way is uphill and, yeah, yeah. it's pretty long. I think to Perisha, where we'll go with the classics, it's about 25Ks and, yeah, you're climbing the whole way. But uh-huh. that's probably the best views you'll get in the snowy mountains. So mm-hmm. make sure you take it in while you're in all the pain. Yeah, yeah. and we've just recently been back from Mudgee where we – sort of encountered some pretty chopped up country roads and um, what's the surface like in the snowy region the first loop you'll probably find it's a bit similar like some definitely dead roads you got to work for every uh kilometer per hour sort of mm. thing but um we're very lucky in that the um climb up to perisher has now been hot mixed so once you get on the climb you're super cruising and super smooth and a super smooth descent back home so what are, what are your training tips? I guess, um, you know, when we're talking about serious climbing and a lot of metres uh, of altitude, what, what what would your training tips be for building up to an event such as this? And this event's in March, so people, are, I guess, have still got a fair bit of time to get ready. But how would you face that from a training perspective? Uh, I definitely think there's no alternative but sometimes to do the distance, and whether it's weekly or fortnightly. You've got to get that distance in, and I uh, think the event will be about 160k. So if you try to fit that into your busy schedules once a week or even fortnightly, and then you yeah. at least know what to come up against. But mm. in terms of the climb, you've just got to, you know, we don't all have access to a 40-minute climb, but there's somewhere around that you can put 40 minutes of power down, and you've definitely got to do that, whether it's around Centennial Park in Sydney or on your own sort of flat roads or climbs, but just, yeah, try to get a 40-minute or an hour of just climbing at the, or not climbing, but just power down because <laughs> yeah. that's what you'll be doing at the Snowy's Classic. Yeah. And, and um, gearing-wise, what do you prefer when you're riding those home roads? What's it up to you like? I definitely go for the semi-compact. So I run a 36-28, um, and that keeps me spinning a little bit, but also the power down. Um, I know a lot of guys down there also go, you know, a bit smaller for, for a 36, uh, 32 sort of thing mm-hmm. set up. And, um, yeah, a lot of them really like that, spin out a bit more. Mm-hmm. Definitely for Balocco, if you're worried about it, yeah, go the go the best you can go. So 32, 
36. I guess um, weather down there, that must really be a big part in just a, a simple trip out one day. For, if you're going to go and do a 100k loop, you've probably got to prepare for something. How do you face the weather down there? Yeah, well, if you're coming from somewhere else, definitely bring everything. Don't leave any un, uh, stone unturned coming down. Pack your full suitcase. Mm. It can can do anything. And for me, I always have a delay in my back pocket around there. You okay. know, it's better to have it than not. And when you're climbing up the mountain sort of thing, it can be a whole other weather system up there than it is in Jindaban, yeah, which is yeah. an interesting one. So, yeah, even if it's just for the descent to keep you uh, a bit warmer, mm-hmm. I always think that it's better to be comfortable than uh, – save a bit of weight and then end up freezing on the way home yeah very good advice mate very good hey um just tell us how how do you think the locals will take this news being um you know i guess um the snow tourism scene is massive and- yeah i know for a fact that the jindabines or jindabinians will be stoked about it you know like we've had a hard two years with the fires to begin with and the tourist ban surrounding that and then covid mm-hmm. It's yeah. been really, really quiet, and you've seen some pretty damaging effects on business down there, and they'll really embrace the event and get around it. And I think um, you'll see locals lining the roads on the day and all nice. around the town centre and the village. They yeah. they yeah. really get around it, and Jindabyne's growing a lot in uh, the summer. Mountain biking events down there are huge, and um, I think they'll embrace the road cycling just as much as they do the skiing and the mountain biking. Yeah, awesome. Well, we're going to be encouraging people to, to make a bit of a trip of it, um, go for a few more days. I'm I'm going to take my mountain bike down as well, um, do some local trails. I really want to do that snowy river, follows the river along. Um, but what else would you advise people to do whilst in the region? Yeah, there's plenty of good restaurants, cafes. Um, bushwalking is huge around there. You know, you can get to some pretty remote and beautiful spots within a half an hour to an hour walk. Uh, we've got the highest mountain in Australia, Jindabyne's or Threadbow and Jindabyne's biggest claim. So definitely worth the trip up there if you haven't done it before. Yeah. But yeah, and the mountain biking, if you've got one, is yeah amazing. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. Yes, these awesome pics on socials and just wow, this looks um well, it's like European style road cycling, but then some absolutely incredible mountain biking as well. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, you can do, now that they've opened the TVT, the river trail, Um, you can do 50Ks of uninterrupted single trail. Right, I'm excited. Um, okay, what's your final tip for those contemplating doing the snowy classic, Lockie? Get down there early, try to do a few rides, get to know the roads a little bit. If you can, climb up to Charlotte's and do the descent beforehand, make a week of it. It's going to be a good time. I'm super excited and... Hope to see you all there. Awesome. Well, we're going to see you down there. And uh, my tip for people doing this no classic, uh, try and find your will and hang on as long as they can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for talking to us, mate. This is really good. Nah, thanks, Deep Snap. Thanks for having me. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 